So, welcome to the University Writing Program podcast, a podcast about the University Writing Program. So, we are here to do part two of a podcast that we started a few weeks ago with Tanya, you might remember her, uh, and her amazing Holocaust project. But this time, we have some of Tanya's amazing students with us to share their insights and perspectives on this really, really, really interesting project as well. So this will be a great opportunity for us to hear from some other voices. Um, so if everyone could just kind of introduce themselves. I'm Justin. I'll just be here kind of, you know, in the background a little bit, kind of moving things along. And uh, uh, I'm Hannah Morrison, and I'm a freshman, English major. All right. <laughs> Yay. I'm Tanya Wurtzorbaugh. I'm the teacher of the awesome Hannah and the awesome Caitlin, who's not going to introduce herself. I'm Caitlin Melvain, a sophomore and a elementary education major. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, so much for being here today. It's great to be able to talk with you and chat about this project. Um, and, you know, I guess we could just kind of start off with a little background, maybe kind of refresh our audience's memories, Tanya, if you don't mind, sort of what this big Holocaust project was. Um, and then we can sort of get some thoughts from Hannah and Caitlin about what they did for the project. So have sure. at Sure. So this was the project you remember I was telling you about in our last podcast where um, my students are paired with um, high school classrooms and those high school teachers gave each of my sections four topics about the Holocaust that they wanted to know more about. Um, my students then created a website with Holocaust research and inquiry resources so that those students could use them. So we spent about well gosh from basically the beginning of the semester so that's like the end of August until mid-October mm -hmm. doing this. So really the first half of the semester was spent doing, you know, yeah. in groups creating the websites. Cool. Yeah, so I mean, what was that like day one? You go into this university writing program, first year writing class, you're like, all right, yeah, I'm going to write some essays, it should mm -hmm. be a breeze, right. no problem, I got this, and then all of a sudden it's like, hey, by the way, we're going to be doing this really intensive yeah. project. What was that like? What were your reactions on day one hearing about, about this? Well, I was a little excited about it because it was something like super different. I've never made a website before. I've never had to do that much research on such sort of a broad topic. And knowing that I wasn't going to be doing just a bunch of sort of mindless essays was pretty exciting for me. And personally, I, I've had some experience designing websites, and it was really and when um, Tonya um, told us that we would be creating websites, I got really excited and. And then my controlling side started taking over and like design everything in my head. But I also really love research and I can get way too bogged down in that. So yeah. um, the website was kind of a nice outlet to put all that research into because I spent way more time researching than actually putting stuff <laughs> yeah. into the website. Mm -hmm. Cool. So it sounds like the website aspect of this really became a major part of the sort of composition process mm -hmm. yes. in this project. Like, mm -hmm. So it went quite a bit past just like putting ideas into words and the, right. this whole design aspect of you know thinking about and this is some of the stuff that I want to get into and talk about is like thinking about your audience and mm -hmm. who are you designing this for and yes. kind of thinking about those things mm -hmm. that's that's really cool so you're both sounds like you're it sounds like you're both really excited about this yeah when you first heard about it yeah so and one of the things we did too we used Cheryl Ball's writer designer book and we read it mm -hmm. along the way mm -hmm. right. and so one of the things I'm curious about from you two is like in an ideal world, we would have read that book mm -hmm. and then started working on the website. But because mm -hmm. of time, we yeah. kind of had to do it at the same time. And I just wondered, like how, and like don't say what you think I want to hear. Like tell me for real. <laughs> like how did that work for you? As far as like were there helpful things in that book about doing the design work for the website or thinking about so. it anyway? Yeah, I think so. 
So it's kind of a nice like summary. Like I had like been taught all of these like mm-hmm. details yeah, yeah. spread out, but it was a good way to condense all of that yeah. into one thing, and it was a good reference to go back and kind of remind myself about right. some things about the website. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's a really that work designer writer writer designer is really really good. I, I like that book a lot mm-hmm. as well, and I I do it in my I teach. This, a similar course just with a di- right. very different topic and, and we do a lot of design work like that too mm-hmm. in mind I think that's such especially nowadays becoming such a integral part of the writing right, process yeah. you, know, you can't really write without thinking like a designer and vice versa mm-hmm. you know in a lot of ways so yeah um, nice so uh, yeah Tanya did you were you I'm sorry did I no you're fine I'm just agreeing with you okay yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah nice um, so I guess kind of moving, we'll kind of go sort of chronologically through the semester. So you hear about this project, you're excited about it, you start working on it. What were some of your first sort of like initial sort of writerly thoughts going into this, thinking like, okay, I'm being asked to do this, how am I going to do it, how am I going to create this? What, what was mm-hmm. sort of like, describe your process a little bit, if, if you don't mind, I'd love to hear that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, sure. So, okay. um, like with the, I focus more on like researching because with this project, I didn't quite realize going into it, but looking back, it was designed to be more of an inquiry style, right. mm-hmm. which I discovered I does not fit my personality. <laughs> I like to have an argument and then yep. find mm-hmm. yeah. um, resources supporting that. But uh, um, it was it was kind of more. It's like more relaxing research to just kind of browse, but it's mm-hmm. also in a way overwhelming because you don't mm-hmm. know what to look for and there's so much out there. Mm-hmm. And then there were a lot of sources in German and <laughs> yeah, there's that. Like, yeah. can't use those. Wow. But then also like trying to make books accessible like I found in the university library, mm-hmm. um, the letters and diaries of one girl, Sophie Scholl, who was in the White Rose Resistance oh Movement. Wow. And that was interesting to read, but not super helpful, so I like listed it on the website, mm-hmm. but I'm like, eh, this might not be accessible for these high school kids. Mm-hmm. So more of a summary, if you're interested, pursue this in a university library. Mm-hmm. Wow, fascinating. So you were really thinking about the audience that you were designing yeah, this for? Yeah, I, I have a high school sister, so yeah. that kind of helps. Yeah, oh, yeah. good. That does help. Yeah. It really does. Because for me, when I try to think about having never taught high school, I, I'm no good at imagining that audience. So I really did depend right. on my students' experience and knowledge. And also, it wasn't that long ago that y'all were freshmen, uh, not freshmen, but uh, seniors, juniors, or sophomores. Mm-hmm. I think the youngest group we worked with across all my classes was sophomores. Okay. Who, we had sophomores. Y'all had the sophomores. Yeah. I, I think we had 11th graders, but I or, honestly can't remember. Y'all have Miss McCabe's class, right? No, you don't. That's on Monday, Wednesday. Never mind. <laughs> y'all have Jeremy Rowan in Alabama. Okay. If you never told us specifically who we were writing to, you just said high school students. So we so had a, we had y'all Miss Stone or something. You like have Miss Stone and yeah. y'all have Mr. Brown. Yeah. And it's kinda of hard to think back like that was only a couple years ago, but it is kinda of hard to remember like how I was and like mm-hmm. my maturity level at that age. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we like to think like, Oh, I was I was such a mature yeah, yeah. sophomore. Yeah. But I don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we probably weren't. No. <laughs> yeah, no, I wasn't. Um, yeah, so that, that's really that's really interesting to hear that because I think that you know 
that really changes thinking about who you're writing for in a major way changes the way that you I think write and compose or at least the way you think about it and it sounds like you really took that challenge on in a major way you know um, thinking about what you were wanting to do thinking about who you were doing it for and really tailoring and, and, and writing this project to that audience I think is, is really interesting to me and it's funny I don't I don't know much more about the Holocaust than what I learned in school right, right. Um, yeah. you mentioned the, the white rose what's the white rose oh that was one of my favorite things yeah. Mm-hmm. About. yeah the white rose movement was um, it started with a brother and sister that were in the University of Berlin okay. and one of their professors and I think one of the brother's friends were also in it and it mm-hmm. was very low key they would pass out a lot of flyers nobody know, knew who they were until mm-hmm. a janitor saw the sister passing out flyers in the hallway and, and then he turned them in so it was resistance wow. like they were they yeah. were anti-Nazi right they were right. a hotbed of it all yeah. oh, wow. like growing yeah. up with all that propaganda and being mm-hmm. fed that they still found that it was evil and wrong, and they yeah. tried to fight against it. Right. Like, I, I thought that was super cool. And they met a tragic end. Yep. Yeah. They got so, hit again, right? Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. 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 Home caught. I think Eber's correct. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I only I, I hit on that because like uh, there's a show I'm watching right now, and one of the characters is named White Rose, and it. Oh. Mr. Robot. I don't know if any of you watch Mr. Mm-hmm. Robot. Yeah, yeah. One of the kids. So I'm wondering if that was a reference. That's a reference wonder, to that, yeah, possibly. Um, anyway, so getting a little off track. But uh, so one of the aspects of this project that I'm also really interested in hearing about is the sort of the, the teamwork aspect. Mm-hmm. So I know the time you put you into sort of teams and, and there were roles involved right. and people kind of took on an identity as part of that collaborative mm-hmm. teamwork. Mm-hmm. I'd love to hear that whole experience and how that sort of played into the writing of this and the creating of this project. So what were your roles or what were you doing as part of a team? Maybe? Well, uh, I was initially going to be the techie for our group, but then we got an extra member and I know nothing about web design. And he was like, oh, I've made websites before. So we were like, okay, dude, you can do all that yourself. And um, our team seemed to work really well when we were together, all together when we were, like, doing our research in the library and when we were just in, like, the classroom. But then we got outside of the classroom and we just kind of left it all up to our techie because he said that he was going to do it. And we were like, okay, fine, good. You know, he's got it. We made him an outline. And um, there was just no communication. And so then on the day that we thought it was due, nothing was done the way we thought it was and so that made there was a lot of tension and sort of malice towards this towards our group member and we were just I don't know it was just a lot of a lot of anger going on a lot of hostility and um and then we eventually got to talk it out because we were getting really petty and upset with each other and uh we found out that he thought we were going to do stuff and we thought he was going to do other things and they're just was zero communication that happened and a lot of assumptions being made and so that just really clashed and did not help our group it, it was yeah. rough but i'm really glad we did we all sat down mm-hmm. and we talked, we about, talked it. about it and i think what i learned this is the first time i've done this project mm-hmm. and you know you learn things that you'll do differently next time and one of the things one i think thing that i that I, one thing mm-hmm. i think i did well was giving the students lots of library time to do their inquiry yeah. and research work yeah one thing i don't think i did do well i don't think i thought this through because again, you're not going. You just can't think it all through the first mm-hmm. time. Like then, what we also needed was time together in class. Mm-hmm. That was about mm-hmm. okay having those conversations. Yeah. Yes. Because if that had happened, I think that communication breakdown wouldn't have 
it wouldn't yeah. have happened because everybody would have been together saying, okay, wait, I'm going to do this part. I'm, so when I do it next semester, which I am, I'm doing a lot of things differently. Like mm-hmm. that's going to be different yeah. because I don't want students to go through that again. And I feel kind of to blame for that because I didn't, I didn't really anticipate. And the other thing I didn't anticipate, which seems so crazy, is how much I want to say proofing, but proofing, revising, reading, and responding yes. to other classes' pages. Like, I don't, yes. what, Tanya? Like, I just <laughs> didn't think about that piece of it. It was I was so focused about getting the page done and up, Yeah. and I was leaving out that detail. And I think what would be helpful is to have kind of like a revision time halfway through. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, the websites aren't done, but have something basically on there while you're still researching so that you can get all like the big things yeah. that way once you have like everything on there you've already been able to make changes mm-hmm. and then at the end you can make all like the tiny nitpicky yeah. stuff that yeah. is a good idea and, and maybe mm-hmm, go ahead. maybe having different websites for different groups because I mean like I think it worked we got it done but there was like people thought they couldn't be on it at the same time or if you were on at the same time right. like it would erase some people's work and yeah, because how we did it was one website and then different pages for each of the four groups. Mm-hmm. Right. But then sometimes... Which, which kind of worked because yeah. we didn't have like super comprehensive material. If right. we had written a lot more, then I think we would have had to split it up into different sites because mm-hmm. otherwise it would have been too overwhelming. But yeah. um, mm-hmm. our class, we really try to keep the words and summaries to a minimum and mm-hmm. just have a for lot sure. of... Look here for more information. Use this video. Use this. Use mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Don't just rely on what we say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think that is true of so many things. This that it's very it can be very challenging to collaborate in that way to, to work with a large group in one concentrated space. You know, trying to, to work you know on this one thing. I think that's challenge. That's a challenge for writers everywhere, right? For anyone yeah. who's composing anything with a team, right? Yeah. Is you know figuring out how to communicate with your team, figuring out who's doing what. Uh, you know, how can you accomplish that? You know, that's something that you know. Work. I think. That struggle, like hearing you describe that struggle, I think is very interesting to me because uh, having that experience, I think, is really going to help you. Even though it was kind of a, a daunting one and a harrowing one at times, perhaps getting that that, that experience of working with the team, I think, is really important to to the writing process Definitely. because you know writing is something that, that we kind of believe in. It doesn't happen, you know, in a silo. It happens socially, and there's lots mm-hmm. of other lots of parties involved in the process and creation of the text. And so, it's really good to I think to hear you talk about that experience. It helps it helps me sort of see that process from another point of view so that's really cool so do y'all think it would have been a better idea so each of the writing groups had a techie Mm -hmm. do you think that while we were in the library time doing inquiry research the techies should have been off by themselves starting to do the website like put the website together maybe after each group had like two individual times mm -hmm. because okay uh, after this was ryan he was our techie and he we needed to bring him up to speed, and he needed to do some individual yeah. research as well to help out the group. Yeah, because yeah. my group was—we only had four people, and I was the only girl, <laughs> which was an interesting <laughs> dynamic. Hmm. But I was also the editor because um, it's just kind of my personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, this this group experience helped me to be a little less controlling mm-hmm. and about details. <laughs> so, nice. yeah, yeah. That's, those group dynamics are always are always interesting. And mm-hmm. I actually shy away a little bit from group work in my classes because it can be very yeah. challenging to coordinate it all and put it all together mm-hmm. and manage the dynamics. And uh, so I, I tend to run away from that a little bit. Um, but I'm glad to hear that Tanya has done something that's really interesting in that in that way. Um, yeah. So. You worked on it as a team. You kind of went through the semester. Um, how do you feel it turned out? 
I think it looks good. Yeah? Better than I expected. Yeah. I, I kind of had, like, <laughs> middle road expectations for my classmates, and they really exceeded it, which is great. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Glad to hear that. Um, has, it, has it been sent? Like, is it done? It's done. It's being used now by the... It's just getting to... Okay, so <laughs> it was November when most of the teachers were going to start working okay. on it. We got it sent to them maybe around the 20th or something of October. Mm-hmm. Okay. So nice. they, they've got them, but we don't... We, well, the only feedback we did get a little bit. So we have grammar errors. Preliminary feedback. <laughs> so the only feedback you've gotten so far is the grammar errors. Well, also the, the images were awesome. We okay. got okay. a positive and a negative from That's one good. teacher. Okay, great. But we, I haven't heard from the others yet. But I, but they told me it's going to be, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit a little, later. Yeah. Okay. So I can't, but I can't wait to. Yeah. You know. So that's maybe say. that's part three. Mm-hmm. Oh Ooh. my gosh! Yeah. Right. <laughs> what was it like? Trilogy. Yeah. Uh, this podcast. Um, so. And certainly, let's kind of bring the conversation a little bit back to the, the idea of writing a, a little mm-hmm. bit, if we can, and just sort of think about, you know, this was a pretty, you know, daring project, I would say. Mm-hmm. It's, it's cer- certainly outside the, the sort of traditional lane of let's write essays, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so in terms of, of, of yourselves as writers, how do you feel this project went? Like, do you feel, like, what have you learned about writing from this or composing, if you want to use that word instead? You know, like, mm-hmm. where, where do you feel better about it? Do you feel like you still have a lot of questions? Do you feel like you're, you know, where are you at? And just, you know, anything's fine to say. I mean, personally, I don't, I, I came from a high school that had, that was, that was all honors, and we did a lot of writing intensive stuff there. Mm-hmm. So this class was kind of a nice break because I had, like, really high expectations of lots of academic writing. But then to do kind of, like, more journalistic research-type writing mm-hmm. was a nice change. I don't think... Mm-hmm. I mean, personally, I don't think I've, like, strengthened my core writing skills, but as a composer, this helped me kind of figure out more how the writing and the design go together. Because mm-hmm. I'm good at them individually, it's just hard to put them together. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, my school, we honestly didn't do a whole lot of, like, research type. Like, we had to do one major research paper. So getting a chance to, like, explore researching uh, a specific topic was really neat and I think helped to strengthen. Because, like... Just research. We'd had overview for our section, so it was like just I'm gonna research the Holocaust. That's like huge. Mm-hmm. That's crazy, and just figuring out what sites and like be able to skim through mm-hmm. research mm-hmm. and find like what actually can work and what you need to use. I think that really mm-hmm. it helped learning how to do that. So nice. So some 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 development there with the design writer kind mm-hmm. of idea, and then some some research skills mm-hmm. acquisition a little bit there. Yeah, very nice. Incredible reading too in that for the classes that did look at other classes pages to really be able to look at their pages and say okay this is what's working because you can just read it for content but to just do that is not enough for a website critique I think Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Mm -hmm. it's not because that's not how you have to look at how it all fits together in a big picture and then you also have to look at the design elements and how color scheme and pictures I think that's important for the age group that we're writing for yes. too because like yeah. if you were making something for maybe some people older than us they might not yeah. be as intimidated by like a whole paragraph of something but mm-hmm. sending it to ninth graders not ninth graders 10th graders and 11th graders yeah. if they just went to a website and it was just a body mm-hmm. paragraph they'd be like I'm not I'm not reading this yeah. so but also still giving that it that professional feel yeah to it, exactly it like oh look this is some kid who made a yeah a Right. slideshow and just stuck it on the page. Yeah. yeah, on YouTube or whatever. So, mm-hmm. yeah. um, and in one of my classes, and y'all remind me if this is one of y'all's, because 
for the listeners, I have four sections, and I forget what happened in a particular oh, yeah. class. Thank, thank you for, for explaining that. But in one of my classes, one of the pages was way too much writing. Like, in, when is a writing teacher ever going to say, that's too much writing? Mm-hmm. But, it, but for the website, it was. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like paragraph, 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 with no pictures. I'm mm-hmm. like, um, mm-hmm. it's a website, right. folks, pictures, right. images, yeah. give us something. Yeah. So I had to, you know, like, I gave some feedback and said, wow. Too, I mean, the other groups were picking up on it as well yeah. but in that class, but it was like, no, 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 you've got to. Because that might have been the class that's with the 10th graders. It might have been because they were saying um, tenth graders aren't gonna. There's no way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna. I mean, just gonna click it, the next it might have been my group. They Was had the, um, the Kinder Transport, and I think they fixed it. But initially, it was just like they had like three different little pages of just like it was bullets, but it was just. Like this huge oh, yeah, long I do line remember of bullets. That. Yeah, so I don't know if it was the same group. It, um, it was a different one. But okay. I do remember that Similar. too. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So where do you go from here with this? Right. So what do you go? Where to next? You, you've done this really interesting project. Acquired some really interesting skills. Um, do you see any of this stuff playing out as you go forward in your academic career or professional career or? You know, maybe build a website for another class or something like that. Like, what do you think? Looking well, forward. Currently, using my research skills to write a paper for my history class. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Nice. So, nice. And I will probably have to write several more research papers in the future as a history okay. minor. Yeah. So. Yeah. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Good. Yeah. So th- that's one of the aspects of this project I think is so valuable is mm-hmm. is, is is you know giving a class a big topic like this that they can really dig into and research and then practice those research skills, you know. One of the things that I sometimes do in my classes is like let everyone just pick their own sort of inquiry topic, Mm -hmm. which is fun and and people Mm -hmm. enjoy that, but like it's harder for me then to kind of, you know, guide them through Mm -hmm. it because everyone's doing so many different things. I can't really do it as intensively as I would like to. And so I think Mm -hmm. this might be a really, this might be a great way to kind of address that is have everyone do a topic that... And I guess another thing, you know, like, I'm kind of ranting a little bit, but, like, um, <laughs> I was, when, I, when Tanya first told me about this, I was like, oh, wow, you got them all to buy into this topic. Like, that shocked me a little bit because I've done, like, video games, for example, in my <laughs> classes before, and maybe 40% of the students are interested in it right. and get interested in it. The rest are just like, I don't care about video games. I mean, I don't know that my students are buying into this. They're kind of trapped, right? Right. <laughs> you make them do it, right? I mean, we got to chose our own topics they, within. They did. So that's the thing. Yeah. They did get to do that. Which was good. Okay. They did get, but I mean, you know, they come in my class. It's a writing class. They don't know. And I'm like, hi, we're doing Holocaust and genocides. <laughs> so it's drop pad if, if you can't stand yeah. this for 16 weeks. That's true. That's a good, that's a good point. So, yeah. But, I, you know, that's a real flaw in our registration system. Like, there, has, there ought to be a way. All of our courses are about different things like yeah. why can't there be a time I mean you I mean yeah. in the course catalog that could be under like a course description for the course section but in the catalog it's so vague it is so vague. vague I mean it's vague in yeah. the catalog I, I mean I knew I knew that it was going to be kind of holocaust stuff because mm-hmm. um I have a friend who has a holocaust minor and she's like oh if only I could have taken her section oh like, I want to take her section oh that's there you cool. go. so we're now cool. important yeah, yeah 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 that's cool yeah Okay, well, uh, final thoughts. Any last uh, little observations, reflections, anything you'd like to say about this project to our to our valuable listeners here who are intently interested in what you're doing? I want to ask the, the students a question. Okay. So I'm wondering, so, and, and you all know well my, my uh, opinions about the traditional essay paper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> so, For those listening, Tony just did a thumbs down gesture. <laughs> <laughs> it has its place, but in whatever. I won't go on my rant. <laughs> um, what I want to know is, and this is such a like leading question, but if when you write an, a traditional essay paper, what I'm guessing is, I mean, you might show it to somebody, but mm-hmm. mm, maybe not. <laughs> did you show your this website to people in your lives? Like, did you show your parents? Oh. Did you show friends? Did you say, hey, look what I If I did? could remember what it was, like, the full URL. <laughs> 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 but I'm with my mom today. I definitely show her. Yeah. I think, I think not a lot of people know a whole lot about these topics that we mm-hmm. covered, and being able to share that information along with something that I helped create would be pretty cool. So there's like, do you feel, see how are you going to say no to me because I'm yeah. sitting right here right here as your teacher <laughs> looking at you. But like, I guess what I genuinely hope is that you do feel like a sense of pride in this yeah. in a way that's different mm-hmm. than I wrote another paper and I'm turning it in. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that, I mean, um, in high school, like we had a school blog and sometimes my essays were used for the school blog, that's which really, was really cool. That's really cool. Um, but with creating the website, like I would have my mom look at it for kind of like proofreading stuff, mm-hmm. and then I had my dad look at it because he doesn't he didn't study history in school or mm-hmm. college or anything, so he kind of looked at it for content, and then mm-hmm. I had my little sister look at it for accessibility. Cool. Like, oh wow! You as a high school student, does yeah. this make any sense? Is this helpful? She's did like, she oh, have yeah. Did she have like any good suggestions that she y'all did? And changed? and I incorporated that. That's into really how cool. I That's awesome. The site. Yeah. So. It's great to have like a yeah. sample of the ideal audience. Yeah. To yeah. Look it helps at it. living at home. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It sounds like a, it's a very social experience, right? Yeah. You're you're creating this this composition in a social environment where you're having other people look at it as you create it, and that's that's really cool. I think yeah. that's really cool. I was really impressed. I just want to say as we close, I was so I had I don't know. I like I had high expectations because what I've noticed about students is they always impress me and do more than I can imagine they're going to do with something. Yeah. So I knew these would be cool. I didn't, but they're really good. Like, I didn't, they're like slightly, awesomely more cool than I thought they would be. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because yeah. I thought, oh, they'll be good. They'll be, you know. But, you know, like, and sometimes some of the pictures are moving and some of the sites and, like, just things happening that I don't really know how to do. <laughs> and and just the way, I mean, unless they were BSing me all along the way, it seemed like most of the time people were really working mm-hmm. and on it. Mm-hmm. And okay, maybe they screwed off and went and got a coffee in the library a few times. I don't yeah, care. They got it done. They got it done. And, you know, it just, I was so impressed by their, it seemed, felt like they had an ownership for the project mm-hmm. and that they cared about it. Yeah. And I, I loved that. Like, that made me feel really good. I think that's that's the best way to produce great writing, right? Is you mm-hmm. have to, you, you know, you have to feel that sense of ownership to what you're creating, right? As a writer, mm-hmm. I think that's the most important thing. If you don't care about it, it's not going to be good writing. You know, if, if you're interested in it, if you're invested in it, if you're engaged in it, it's going to be good. And I think because I wasn't just the audience that helped yeah. make that happen. That's, that's huge. Yeah, yeah. That's, you know, that's, that's really important. Other people are really looking at this. Yeah. These kids. It made me really nervous at first. Like, yeah. Who's going to be looking at this? I know. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't. It elevates it, yeah. sort of, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, it puts a, it puts a, a, a good new pressure on you, sort of, like yeah. to think, like, oh, I got to kind of work on this a little bit differently than I might have otherwise. Because the kids are going to be learning from this, using it in their like, right. classroom. Yeah. So I want to do a good job for mm-hmm. them, right? Especially now, right? Mm-hmm. And also a very timely and relevant project too mm-hmm. in our current world that we're in. So yeah, for sure, yeah. Um, 
So thank you all so much for being here. Thank you, Hannah, Caitlin, Tanya. Thank you so much for sharing your valuable insights. If you want to check out this website, we will put the link to it uh, in the comments and the, and the information below. So check that out. Leave us some feedback. And uh, thank you so much for listening. We can't wait to see you again on another episode of the University Writing Program podcast. Till then, if you all want to say goodbye or thank you or whatever you'd like to say, feel free. Thank you. Thank Thanks you. for listening. Bye. Bye.